Welcome to the Pixels Inning Podcast, episode number 304, brought to you by CG Magazine. I'm your host, Alex Hanziak, and joining us today are Brendan Fry. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Brendan? I'm a little sleepy. I had some trips that I can't talk about yet. So Yeah, those, those are the best kind of trips, because you're tired, but you can't tell us why you're tired. So It's uh, it's the worst. I don't think it's that's actually worst. a trip. I just think you stayed up too late yesterday. Both are possible. Who can say? And someone who I don't think is coming off a trip, but we're happy to have him either way. Joe DeClara. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing great, Alex. Uh, no trips. I just uh, trips in and out of uh, work life and writing life uh, as usual, but good to be here. Very exciting. Very exciting. And so, I mean, this week uh, we're talking about something I don't think we've really talked about on the show before. We're 300 episodes deep. Maybe we have. We, we probably have once or twice, but uh, talking about that sweet, sweet PSVR. We've talked about it at least once. At, at least, least once. once. Okay, yeah. so one out of 304. That's Now it's two yeah. out of 304. That's not, a, <laughs> I guess, in the gaming landscape, not all that awful. But no. uh, yeah, because Sony had their sort of first ever Nintendo Direct-esque, uh, you know, presentation uh, about a week or two ago. Yep. And it was mostly VR, which, uh, you know, not everyone was too happy about that. But uh, I, I guess starting with Brandon, what was your thoughts on on that sort of presentation? I mean, it was underwhelming to say the least, but it's 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 the start of what they're trying to do. They're, the first Nintendo Direct was kind of underwhelming as well, so I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not poo pooing it yet. Um, I really like the fact that Sony is trying to reach out directly, and I like the fact that Sony is trying to do different things and release different sorts of games. Mm-hmm. But I'm really not sure if VR is the way to do it. But hey, who am I? Who am I? Yeah, I mean, on, honestly, going, I mean, three weeks ago, you, you told me PlayStation VR, and I'd be like, isn't that dead by now? And my last three weeks have, have been a wake-up call. And, I, you know, I, I admit that I was I was wrong on a few things, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that a bit more later. Joe, did, did, you, did you end up watching the, uh, the mini direct thing? No, I got the gist of what some of the announcements were, um, mm-hmm. that they're bringing Nintendo, well, specifically the Nintendo VR Labo kit that they're doing. Oh no! Sorry, the, the sorry, <laughs> the, the the Sony one. They did like yeah, a little. Yeah, Sony one. Also, I heard. I thought I heard Nintendo. I was like, I thought we were talking about Sony here. Maybe I got confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, only, it was just the Nintendo style. <laughs> no, no. Just heard. Just heard a few of the games that are coming. Uh, okay. Including specifically, we were talking about uh, Iron Man, and you guys, some folks had gotten their hands on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, one that I was super excited about was No Man's Sky for VR, which was something I was. Uh, hoping for a lot of folks are hoping for when the rousing hype for uh, No Man's Sky original was mm. uh, still at its highest point. Uh, folks were still thinking about PSVR, what was going to be mm-hmm. brought to it. And some folks were definitely thinking that, well, they were just wishfully thinking that VR and No Man's Sky were going to come together. So that's super exciting. Uh, other than that, just noise compared to uh, Iron Man and No Man's Sky on VR. Mm-hmm. That, that that's interesting i didn't know that there was the uh hype i mean i know there was the no man's sky hype but i didn't know that there was the uh psvr no man's sky hype or you know vr in general i mean the hype for no man's sky was so outrageous that we were gonna throw anything like yeah ps move <laughs> v- uh vr we were gonna bring it to uh playstation vita everything's gonna be no man's sky because no man's sky is gonna be the greatest game ever it was no matter where you looked it was an outrageous uh s- plot for uh, no Man's Sky. Uh, something. Yeah. So yeah, never anything real. Um, mm-hmm. However, of course, when he was asked about it, the creator, one of the leads on the uh, game, 
Sean Murray did say, like, as was his thing when he was hyping up No Man's Sky, yeah, sure, PSVR would be great one day. Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> so, like, non-committal. Anyway, the PSVR stuff I've heard, those two announcements were super exciting. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, when he was making those promises, the crazy thing was that he had four people on his team, including him. <laughs> oh, so I'm sure that they were... Like, he, he, you know the old thing where like someone goes on stage and they promise things that either mm. aren't done or you know really really far out. And Molyneux, they get, yeah, Molyneux yeah, did that a lot, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, Molyneux had a bigger team than four people. So you know, <laughs> Sean Murray gets back and he's like, "All right, guys, it, there's the four of us. Let's let's yeah, let's do this." So that that must have been that must have been really hard. But um, how big a team are they now? Are they're they now? they're much bigger now. I mean, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I I talked to another developer and she came on directly or, or just to work on the vr version of the game so i mean they're at least hiring for that i i would say at least like 30 30 40 people which is huge compared to what they had before right for yeah, it's, it's magnitudes bigger yes yeah yeah because i mean the game did make a lot of money no man's sky it, did, it made money it just people were angry yeah people exactly are still and, very much playing it like they've done two really big updates after like the first update like the atlas whatever it was big things mm -hmm. they're, bringing, atlas up, and they're, Next, they're right? making a new game like there's yeah uh, beyond there's game, is what, is coming the campfire out. or something there's a new game coming out. oh yeah yeah they are actually yeah they're they're doing a wholly separate game and it's i think it's much smaller in scale yeah and i think more befitting of their sort of indie real you know where they're actually at in terms of the development cycles and everything sure. and, manpower so uh yeah th that's exciting that's coming that's coming up and I, i'm not sure if it's a vr game or not but it might be so um ask sean murray he'll be like yeah we're totally possible would be great <laughs> <laughs> everything's vr everything is on vr now yeah it is. so it, it was so weird because I, I i watched the presentation and i you know i i went into it with a bit, i think too high expectations with the whole like oh this is gonna be like a nintendo direct we're gonna see some cool sony first party stuff and we got you know we got some days gone which i've seen way too much already of and we got psvr and i was like hey a psvr who really cares and then fast forward two weeks and i'm in i'm in new york and i'm at the psvr event and i'm like okay i guess i care about vr <laughs> so uh it was uh it's very interesting and i got to play so i got to play iron man vr no man's sky vr uh blood and truth everybody's golf and trover saves the universe well trover saves the universe is the best like that's the best <laughs> thing ever yeah yeah it's it's a it's an interesting one so yeah which what, one did you uh, walk away most impressed by? I mean, this is going to sound really weird and really surprising of all those games, but it was actually the the Everybody's Golf VR that blew my mind. Okay. Really? Yeah, completely and utterly blew my mind. It, it, it was the first thing I played, and I it, it was playing two courses. It was, it was playing two holes, so it was like took me like 10 minutes. And I played that demo three more times because I was like, this is, wow, this is, this is amazing. It's like... So strangely the best vr experience i've ever had it's so calming it captures the joy of golf i didn't even know there were joys of golf actually going right. into it there are not joys of golf you are wrong <laughs> but because <laughs> like golf like I, I played it a couple times but it's it, it's a frustrating game to play like it's hard like oh i had to hit the ball over there and then your mind and your body have to do it it's ridiculous but this captures that in a more of arcadey way where it's possible to do but you also feel really accomplished for doing it yeah, and I, I don't know if you guys have played the Hot Shots Golf series, but that was like it's it's the same developers who did that. It was like back on Game Boy and I think PlayStation, but it's it's the same people here, and it's just a really calming VR game where you don't get any nausea, you don't get don't get anything like that, and it's good. You can get a top down view of the whole course and everything. So if you like golf even a little bit, or if you played the original Everybody's Golf game, 
or if you just have a PSVR, honestly, it's uh, you get three courses. It's it's a, it's a twenty nine dollar game, I believe. That'd and, be uh, fine. Yeah, just I've played enough Mario Golf that like I first get that calming experience when I'm playing mm-hmm. a golf simulation. First of all, much yeah. better than like real golf because I can't play real golf. The two times I've tried, I just it would be a victory just to hit the freaking ball. No, go- golf is awful. Coordination, yeah, really terrible game <laughs> to play it, but then. Video games is fun until you start really getting deep into it and actually wanting to up your par and get under par for every mm-hmm. course. And it's like, all right, it starts to get frustrating for me uh, yeah. in that sense because it deals with like wind conditions and stuff. I'm assuming yeah, this yeah. game probably what was cool was like any game with physics in a video in a VR game is always is awesome. If it has good physics, then generally it makes for a great VR experience. What made mm-hmm. this? You said it was calming. Like was yeah. the actual interactions good? It's cool because you have a caddy character who's literally standing like 10 paces forward to you and she's kind of like talking to you as you're hitting. And if you do a nice shot, she's like, nice shot. And it's just like such a positive sort of experience going on. But just speaking to like how good it feels to actually hit the ball, it's it's really cool because you have the two PlayStation Move controllers. Which also, I thought that, because what, that came out originally on the PlayStation 3, right? That was like a late, late game, like let's, let's, um, let's compete with the Wii, I think, kind of thing. Yeah, it's old Mm -hmm. tech for sure. And it's the same thing, and it, it works really well. And I I mean, I've also played the Mario Golf games, but the big difference is you're using buttons or, you know, to hit the ball and everything, and then when you don't get it, you kind of feel a little jilted at times. But because it's like you actually have a club in your hands and you're actually, like, swinging it, it feels much more natural, and, and the, the physics are really good. Really? And then wow. it actually goes where you think it would go, which I don't know if it's too easy if, if you're really good at golf games or everything, but for a casual golf experience... It's like a, it's like Wii Sports Golf, but less frustrating. That's kind of neat, and uh, you know, more refined. It's it's also a pretty looking game. You look all around, and it's just green, and it's just calming. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the killer app for me <laughs> from 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 this set of games, which is which is strange. You but really, played... sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, so you are also gonna play. Uh, you played some of the Iron Man game, right? I did. I did. And, I would uh, imagine was... that would be extremely nauseating because you're literally flying for the whole uh, process of the game. Yeah, and and that's what I thought. I mean, I, I I've written a preview of the game. It's it's available on you know the good old website cgmagonline.com. Check it out. But um, for the I guess the the quick of it is that Iron Man actually has you turning to fight people. So physically oh, really? in real life, you're turning. And the thought there is if your body's moving, then your mind doesn't have that desync, right? Where you're like, oh, my character's moving, but I'm not moving. I'm going to feel nauseous mm-hmm. now. Right. And watching the demo, because I, I ended up being there for a couple hours before I got to play Iron Man because it was very sought after and everything. But um, watching it, there was just so much flying, so much ducking and weaving. I'm like, okay, I'm going to feel so nauseous after this game. And surprisingly, it was the longest demo I played. It was 25 minutes and it was it was it was fine like i i felt no, no nausea and that's something that i often feel with vr games and mm. so it's, it's very interesting that the movement and everything but the one issue is that the psvr has a cord attached to it yeah i was going to ask about that wouldn't that mean it just kind of wraps around you yeah so going to the going into the um the demo the the developer was like yeah just be mindful of the cord and i'm like oh, oh okay all right. I mean, I have a goggle on and I can't see where the cord is, but I'll be, <laughs> be mindful I'll be of the mindful. invisible thing protruding from the back of your head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So 
in the first tutorial level, I find it, it it wasn't really a big deal because I wasn't doing that much turning. But there was like a firefight where like you're fighting like thirty drones and you have to save a plane and you know you're being Iron Man and it was just wrapping around my leg and I'm like I'm just gonna trip here and faceplant at yeah. the PSVR thing. This this headset's <laughs> gonna smash and I'm gonna it's gonna be embarrassing, maybe costly. I don't know. So. It, like the movement works really well, but they haven't really found a way to like make the cord not an issue. And if you're doing it in like your apartment or something and you're spinning around, I think that's a potential issue because, you know, there were like a bunch of people around me. So I think if I did start moving, they would have said something. But if I'm alone in my apartment or, or house or whatever and I'm spinning and playing Iron Man, I think that can cause a lot of damage to my surroundings and also the actual, you know me yeah. so it's a little sad that like the you know we're coming back to v vr for playstation and uh playstation and sony put on this event that's like oh let's get people talking about vr again let's get that uh press wheel going again and get mm -hmm. people excited and the same problems are still coming up like oh yeah it's still like some old tech because we're using the move and oh yeah we still have a cord coming out of the back of the thing and it makes right. it very difficult yeah. i'm still very excited for vr like i vr is my most interest like my highest interest point for video games uh culture mm. the evolution <clears throat> of it as i'm sure a lot of people feel it's just clearly like it's not there yet you know we still have we're still working on getting the all-in-one uh systems that are still going to be able to run like the highest uh fidelity games and so yeah i'm excited about no man's sky i'm excited about something like iron man where it makes you feel like the highest level of awesome because you're flying mm -hmm. around and you're freaking iron man but yeah it, and i mean you kind of started off problems with, you know like you, yeah. you got a cord out of the back of your head yeah mm -hmm. no and i i definitely started with with my negatives on the game but iron man really is the best superhero simulator i've ever played mm -hmm. like right. you're sitting there in a play and you're tony stark then you open up a briefcase and you see the iron man armor pop up just like it does in the comics and oh. the movies and you're like this is so cool yeah. and the, the acting's really cringy and you know pepper Potts gets you know shafted with her lines and everything but you know yeah. whatever you're not really there for the story you're there to be iron man and shoot stuff and that is such a satisfying thing because you have your like arm proton blast and you're shooting enemies and you're also flying at the same time Rad. while you're shooting with like one move controller and that's really hard to do at first and i i ended up dying during the demo which is like oh doesn't look good on game journalists but you know <laughs> you have to learn the games that's that's yeah no exactly and it ended up pulling it out and then it works so well that you're like jockeying between okay do i fly with my left hand or my right hand okay my my left repulsor it's overheated let's switch let's fight let's turn let's dodge this fire and it really feels immersive and it really it it, it it may sound kind of cliche but it feels like you really are iron man you, you really are that yeah, superhero that, that's what vr is you know like they're they're putting you into the shoes like as much as they can of any mm -hmm. character that they'll summon so yeah we're gonna run into that cliche a million times when they pump out all of the marvel characters into each own oh, standalone vr game it's gonna be great so excited yeah <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah. But Alex, I do have a question. Do, do yeah. any of these games feel like killer apps for the platform? Do they feel that they're going to move units, or are they just kind of cool gimmicks that you'll play for like thirty minutes and never touch it? Ah, uh, see, Iron Man, I think has enough because it's Iron Man, and people are still very yay Avengers, yay, yeah, yeah. let's do it. So, I think it's the best, like it, it's the best sort of combat I've seen from VR. No Man's Sky is cool, but it already exists in other places, right? So, is so it, it the full No Man's Sky game, but with it, VR? It's, it's it's the entire game ported to VR, and uh, it's, it's interesting because they're talking about bug testing, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of like we just have to figure out wrist movements, and that's the hardest part of our game because, like, you know, someone moves their wrist differently or or does something like that, and because 
they have a much larger team now to squash bugs. And No Man's Sky, you know, when it launched ahead, it was notorious for its bugs, but it, it's a much better game now. But from what I understand, when the next update launches, when, when this game comes out, it's going to be the full No Man's Sky experience, and it's going to be the full no, no Man's Sky experience going forward. I mean, that's incredible. That just... Yeah. Uh, the, honestly, the thing with No Man's Sky, I'm now... I started playing the... What was it? The next update on PC. Mm-hmm. I was excited by that. Uh, I got only a couple galaxies, uh, a couple of sol- solar systems in before I yeah, dropped mm-hmm. it for some other game that came out at the same time. I forget. And mm-hmm. uh, I was never into No Man's Sky. Like, I tried it. And I didn't bounce off it the same way people did with their lofty expectations. I was just more about <laughs> realizing, okay, yeah, this is a lot of samey stuff, uh, and generally the all of the planets felt like you were discovering the same things, never presenting mm-hmm. too much of a challenge. Yeah, uh, challenges were brought through multiple updates. The next being one of them. Uh, so that was cool. But then again, I kept running to, oh, yeah, this is still the same experience. That same yeah, experience right. in an immersive situation, like the best parts of No Man's Sky for me were warping into a new system and then looking around and seeing just the, the three planets that I was around and seeing a different arrangement of a star and uh, mm-hmm. like a new space station with a slightly different geometry. That was the coolest right. part of No Man's Sky for me. And I didn't get that kind of cool from anywhere else. And doing that in VR would be rad. So, like, yeah. I'm on PC right now. I was on PlayStation. So I have the next update on PC. And right. I'm on PlayStation 4. This is going to be PSVR exclusive. Going to be a no, little... No, it's, it's going to every every single um, VR headset you can think of. Oh. No Man's Sky will be there. Oh, so if, if you're PC, you can you can pick up your Vive if you have one. Or, oh, or whatever. Is, it second, is it a separate purchase? Or can you just play your regular one? No, you need to have the base game. Okay. And like that's all. It, 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 I, the way I understand it, it's basically like a menu option. Like, oh, what controller are you using? Oh, we see you have a a VR attached. Let's let's jump right in. Okay, so if you already have it for PS4, you can just yep. jump into PS4. Yeah, VR. yeah. As oh, soon as it launches, uh, you know, making money on all this. I mean, honestly, I, I, you know, you you just got to remember how big No Man's Sky was, and imagine how the pre-orders were, and the fact yeah. that their team was only four people. So that's a lot of money coming into four people, and then they can expand I mean, based on how much money they have. So it wasn't just it was while it was an independent studio, uh, it was yeah. published by PlayStation. That's true. That's foremost. true. So yeah, come to both platforms. Well, it came to PlayStation mm-hmm. to uh, PC, but there was definitely some help. There was definitely some uh, yeah. you know, funding uh, income as were so. I mm-hmm. and now it's published by Five Hundred Five, I think. Yeah. That being said, the small team that was at hello games certainly did okay uh even with all the appearance yep. with all the backlash etc they got their yeah. uh they got their core group they have multiple updates the next update costs money i'm pretty sure uh i oh does well, it? At least, or at least i purchased it on p plate pc but maybe i just purchased the base game and that got me into the next update i don't know yeah sure I, i'm pretty sure they're all free updates and I, I think that was just kind of a pr move to be like okay we're not going to charge you for that but uh, they want people to buy the base game. But sorry, to, to answer your question, is No Man's Sky... No Man's Sky is a game that you can play it on PC. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I, I've played it on PlayStation. Uh-huh. And then experiencing in VR is, like, next-worldly, where all I did in the demo was I dug a hole and I sat in a cave, and then I blasted off, and it was really immersive. It was, it was another calming experience, similar to the golf game, where VR is this thing where it's not all that intense, and I think that works really well for No Man's Sky which is this sort of chill exploration game as opposed to this 
so how only does game move, you ever need to buy. Real quick, this is like deep-seated yeah. stuff, but how does moving around work? Because that's the one thing I dislike about VR is like, well, specifically with the move controllers, because there's no analog mm-hmm. sticks on them. So you have to resort to uh, strange inputs of movement. Like Skyrim VR had an interesting thing with the triggers uh, and aiming your head. And then a yep. lot of them do the teleport, like you'll just point towards the floor and teleport. Uh, mm-hmm. How did No Man's Sky handle it? So they have a few options, but the one that I played was the straight up teleport one, mm-hmm. which were, which kind of works well for No Man's Sky because you're exploring, you're trying to get to different areas, and it's not all like it doesn't really matter if you're like exact or whatever. But the, the, the but the point and clicks good. There are other control options, including a regular sort of walk around. But again, it's you know you bring that in, and then you get the sort of VR sickness potential. So mm-hmm. um, that yeah, so I they said that when the game boots up or you know when you enter the VR mode, you'll have the options, and then whatever works for you kind of thing yeah i'm just gonna but then once you're time. in a vehicle or once you're flying it's a whole different set like right. i was in the rover and i had a steering wheel and it was just me going and and going and you know just just driving and then on the on the spaceship it was a it was a joystick and it was a thruster where your oh, hand's right. actually there oh yeah totally. oh well and it looks really cool and like when you get into a vehicle you actually have to take your hand and close the hatch and it just that little touch of like okay i'm actually in the vehicle it's it's really good so I th- going into this, I was kind of very skeptical about PSVR, but I th- if I owned a PSVR, I'd probably be getting at least four of these games. So, and well, yeah. we've only discussed two. What other ones do you have? Uh, so Iron Man, good. No Man's Sky, good. Uh, Everybody Golf, good. Blood and Truth, oof, which is a Bond style game, and it actually it was the company that did it did a sort of like a a mini games collection for the PlayStation VR. Okay. And the one that everyone liked was the spy one. So they're like, let's make a full game on it. Okay. And it's it's a cool to, to be shooting in VR and all that, but the nausea really comes quick and it's not and it's it's another one where it's it's a point and move, not a point and teleport kind of oh, one. Oh, okay. And then ugh, there's a portion like uh, the, the demo is only around 10, 10, 15 minutes, but half of the demo was me in a car and shooting people. And eventually I just stopped shooting and the bad guys just kept dying anyway because the car would hit them and explode. So it was, it was like on rails and I didn't feel like I was really doing anything. Um, the gunplay was pretty good when it was going. It wasn't as exact as I expected it to be and not as exact as it was an Iron Man or anything like that. So it, it's basically like a three-hour, four-hour Guy Ritchie you know, action movie experience is what I think right. they're going for. Okay. But it does kind of feel like you're not really doing much, and then I was all, there's also the nausea in it, so it's kind of like a double-edged sword there too, uh-huh. or double whammy. So yeah, that was one where I was like, eh, not that great. And then um, Trover, Trover saves the universe. So Brendan, you know about this game? I mean, have you have you I've played, played it or? Times, yeah. Okay, so what are your thoughts on it? I guess because I've been talking a lot. It's it's really dumb, but it's very. Mm-hmm. If you like Rick and Morty, this is just Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's the same yeah. humor, 100 percent the same humor. It's not yeah. in. The- it's not in the Rick and Morty universe. It's just similar, weird nonsense. What kind right. of game is this? Sorry, just like to give me some. Uh, it's a, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but yeah, I'll give you the whole story thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I guess it's an adventure, kind of. But so the game is set in a place where it's, I think it's called Cheropolis or something, where everybody sits in their chairs, and if you stand, you're like a freak, and it's it's taboo. <laughs> and you play a guy who has two dogs who you really love, but they're dogs, so they stand and. They don't. They they don't know the rules. They're dogs, so everyone's kind of ostracizing you, and they're like, "Ah, oh, get rid of your dogs." And then this evil guy named Gorkon comes, 
He breaks into your house. He takes your dogs. He puts them in his eye and gets magical powers from that. Okay. So then everybody's super angry at you. And then this purple guy named Trover comes in. And the way that the game works is you stay in your chair, but Trover can walk. So you're controlling Tr Trover from your chair. And you're basically getting him to teleport points where then your chair appears. Okay. Interesting. I like the... And that's how you go through the level kind of thing. I like the ridiculous comedy that people come up with to keep you in a chair because it's a VR game. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 definitely like, yeah, we're in VR. How are we gonna make this work? But uh, it's if you like Rick and Morty, if you like that sort of humor, then this is this is really good for you. And uh, as you go on, your chair gets like upgrades, so you can like peer over uh, areas you couldn't see before and get gadgets and stuff. So it's a uh, it's a very interesting mechanic wise, and it's very much this is happening because of you know sort of the the limits that vr has but it doesn't feel like it's limited it just feels like like a cool game mm. and uh you know s some of the material is just really effed up i'd say but you know and in the rick and morty kind of way that's the best kind of game right like the one that will work with its limitations and will mm -hmm. make that into an asset of the game as opposed to a limitation yeah. of the game and that is sure. been generally what vr is all about for a lot of it yeah. like the whole conceit mm -hmm. of oh, you have to sit in a chair because in this culture everyone who stands up is a weirdo and they're they're liable to dissent or you mm -hmm. uh let's say you're in a standing room area and you're gonna play with a bunch of stuff like uh, Job Simulator or that other actual Rick and Morty game made by Job Simulator folks. You have to stand in a very confined area because that's what's VR. You know, you have to be huh. standing in a certain area. Didn't uh, even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's those are the cool things about VR. I wonder if we're like going to reach a ceiling of like, all right, we've explored all the creative ways to work with the limitations. We need to now break out of those limitations and get VR moving forward from there. I don't know where forward is, but. Uh, yeah. Like when I hear about this event and I hear about these games you're talking about, I'm excited that we're still in on VR. I'm still glad that publishers are still working with the games. I'm glad that apparently like the excitement around the tech industry and the folks making games and making software for these uh, devices and these platforms, they're clearly mm -hmm. so interested and so invested that they're not going to give up on it regardless of how much money it does or doesn't make. Like that's what yeah. I'm seeing from here. That they're like, no way. We're we're we know it didn't do gangbusters, but uh, this is way too exciting. We're gonna solve all these problems. Let's keep making games. That's yeah, cool. awesome. Can't I think, wait though. I think the numbers. Like, yeah. You can't wait. Sorry, go for what? <laughs> well, I just can't wait for the next iteration, like the next PSVR, the next mm -hmm. uh, Valve uh, headset that comes out. Uh, whatever the HTC uh, folks come out with. Aside from that. Yeah. Excited for the next step, but glad that there are still games coming out that are cool and yeah. people like you who are still into VR. Or maybe yeah, I mean, it, I think it got me into VR because I, I was very skeptical with it mm -hmm. uh, going in, but a, a lot of cool experiences. With Trover Saves the Universe, it's not something like it's also available non VR, and I don't think that the VR does enough where if you know if you only have access to the non VR version, you're not going to buy a VR for Trover because right. you know it's really doesn't change it all that much. But it's it, it, mm -hmm. it's like it's a game that is a bit better in VR. So if you had the option of both, you know, you own the stuff, then get it in VR. Mm. Um, but the other thing is the PSVR, I think it sold around like 4 million units. 4.7, I think is correct. Yeah, for 4.7, which compare that to like a, a Switch or whatever, which, you know, it isn't a really fair comparison because it's kind of an add-on, but it's also and not an add-on. the PS4, where the PS4 is like 80, so it's less than yeah. 10%. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of work, but I mean... I'm surprised that they are still going with it, but now I'm happy that they are still doing with it. Right. And it'll be interesting to see what they what they do next with it for sure.
I'll tell you like a lot of what a lot of those 4.7 million PSVRs are doing. They're doing what mine is doing, sitting in a closet, gathering a lot of like (laughs) cobwebs and stuff, because while it's awesome, I have a lot of really cool games. Not a lot, but I have some really cool games for it. No, No Man's Sky is going to come out with an update. A bunch of the games I have have updates for PSVR. I have yep. Super Hot, which is as far as I've played since like the past two years. I haven't touched it. Like the coolest VR right. game I've played ever. <laughs> that is yep. like by far the best one that I've experienced. I just it's too much to set up. You know, there's all these boxes. There's an extra box. There's like five cables you have to contend with. One of them mm-hmm. is giant and pulling you by the back of your head. So like the hope is that. Yeah, we'll still make stuff for this PSVR. We'll still make it for this iteration. But we're showing that we are still in on this platform and we'll continue supporting it for the next generation. And that I'll yep. be excited for. Getting rid of the cables, getting rid of the all extremities and just get something on my head that frees me, that has new tech on, in my hands as well and yep. gets me some exciting uh, software as well. For sure. Last two things, unless you guys have, have anything else that they want to say, but I I think the biggest barrier, barrier for VR is that you don't get any sort of local co-op kind of thing going on, uh-huh. that you don't get any interaction that you'd get with, you know, even having someone watch you play, right? Yeah. Because you're so isolated. You don't get the reaction to everything. And I think that's something that they haven't figured out. And I'm not really sure how they would, would figure that out. I'm sure there's people working on that issue, but you can't do couch co-op. You can't even watch people play, really in a connected experience, but, uh, I mean, there is like, what's, what I really do appreciate about the way PSVR works right now is that you always have it streaming to the television as well, which is cool for when I've demoed it to friends and I've watched people, I enjoy watching people showing people the PSVR or I did when I first Mm -hmm. got it for the first six months playing PSVR worlds or whatever those demo games were. And then super hot, like those are fun experiences, but they're one-off experiences for sure. They're not, uh, yep. it's for the novelty of uh, that. Oh, wow. VR is something else. Once that's over, I'm not breaking out the PSVR for every weeknight, you know, well, every weekend, uh, the co-op experience, you know, like it's much easier to just grab the switch and open up some uh, smash or something else. And they do VR now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and so last thing, I mean, before this, you sort of talked about some, some of the VR games, but have there been games as big as like Iron Man or even No Man's Sky or um, the Rick and Morty game or the the, the sort of James Bond style game? Because I, I think this is basically like the first time that PSVR actually has no, no, a I mean, good were, amount of games. Resident that are Evil 7 was VR. Big. Yeah, Resident Evil 7 was a huge one. Uh, that was oh, a yeah? big, uh, staple of like, we can get a full game in PSVR and we, we have a developer that's willing to put the whole thing in there. And it worked really well. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, that. It does. It worked well enough. Okay. I didn't want to play it because it was so terrifying. Like I had it, played it for like <laughs> two, three hours, and then couldn't play it. Yeah, yeah. VR is perfect for horror games yeah. as a thing. But I guess like you know, letting them all out and making that the the focus of their first PlayStation event, mm-hmm. and you know, all all the work that went into the event and the people they flew in and everything. It's it's clear that they're not they're not giving up on this thing, even though a lot of people think it's it's already done. But uh, yeah. Um. Any any last thoughts from from you guys on on PSVR and I guess everything that's been announced and all that it's what i kind of thought this event would be it is showing the games they're letting you actually try them giving you hands-on time with something that seeing it we weren't surely know if sony was serious about doing all this vr stuff so it's good to see they're doing that 
I'm skeptical to see how it all kind of plays out. Will this be like the last gasp of PSVR or will this be the sign of a new like series of games? So I'm yeah. wait and see that part. For sure. Yeah. Uh, cautiously optimistic. I'm always excited when uh, big publishers and big money is investing in new technology and exciting technology, uh, despite, especially despite what uh, critics may say or what uh, the general public uh, looks at it. Really want new tech, though. Want new tech in the hands, especially. Would love to get rid of the cord. And then I'm all in. That, that would, would be a must. Yeah. Be super yep. Excited. Yep. Definitely on the wish list. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you hear or want to know more about the things that we talked about, visit us at cgmagonline.com. We have a lot of uh, PSVR sort of coverage on. Two things are up now. I think there's going to be a couple more. So check that out. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on the Buns Podcast Network, iTunes, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can follow us on Facebook at CG Magazine, Instagram at CG Mag Online, and, and Twitter at cgmagonline.com. That's, and Twitter at CGMag Online. Brandon, what is your Twitter? BFry26. And Joe? I'm Joey Dago Donuts. That's Joey Bago Donuts with the B and the D switched because I'm hilarious. Every time you say that, I'm just my, my mind tries to piece it together and understand it. <laughs> and I, I think I got it this time. Follow them, check them out, tweet at them, be nice though. Uh, you, and I'm at uh, Alex Hansiak. You can catch past episodes of Pixels and Ink on YouTube, so subscribe to our channel. Thanks again to the Buns Podcast Network for sponsoring our podcast. From everyone here at CG Magazine, have a great weekend. <laughs>